Welcome back to the conversations where we discover again and again where there's a will, there's a way, and where we learn how entrepreneurs around the world are creating a great life for everyone in the company. Well, welcome to another great show on uh, where there's a will, there's a way. And we have a great conversation today coming up with a general manager and soon-to-be owner of Fun Productions, a real entrepreneur, son of an entrepreneur. Welcome to the show, Josh. Thank you so much for having me, Will. Glad to be here. So the Abbott family has a long history of entrepreneurial activities, right? We do, yeah. The, uh, they started a company, this company, back in 1991, um, shortly before I was born so that they didn't have to go back to a regular job after they uh, had their first kid. <laughs> well, and with the first kid, they found they had more than one job. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I was over at our great grandkids house last night. Uh, it's, you know, she's three and uh, Tegan is three and Wyatt is, is one and a half. And my goodness, I realized Wow, these mothers have such a huge job to do with these kids running around all day long. Wow. Oh, absolutely. Amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, Amazing. A tremendous amount of respect for my own mother as well. So so tell us about Fun Productions. Yeah, so we're a event rental company based in Denver, Colorado. Um, we travel... We mo- we're mostly in Colorado, but we travel to the surrounding states, and every once in a while, we get some equipment that we were flying out to New York or LA. Um, did a ten city tour with with some stuff a couple years ago. So we specialize in fun and games. Uh, I like to tell our clients if it's fun, we have it. If we don't, we'll uh, look into getting it for your for your event. Um, so essentially, people contact us. We've got a warehouse full of fun stuff and people contact us to have the equipment delivered to hotels, different venues, private residences, whatever it may be for mostly corporate events. But we do a lot of school, church, a few weddings here and there, that type of stuff. So how many events do you would you say that you uh, supply fun productions for every year? Well, pre-COVID, we were at uh, 800 a year. We were doing roughly 800 events per year. Yeah. Um, now we're getting, you know, start, starting to come back massive right now. Um, but I would say in the last two years, we we're averaging between 300 and 400 events per year. Wow. Amazing. Yep. Amazing. That's, that's just astounding. Now, so how big is the company? How many people? Um, again, pre-COVID, we were 16 full-time um, with another three or four part-time on the schedule, working about 20 to 30 hours a week. And then we have a um, a slew of casino dealers and event staff. Um, I would say roughly 300 of, of those types of folks. Um, now there is six of us full-time, one part-time. Um, we're currently hiring, so hopefully those numbers go up to closer to, um, say, nine full-time with another two part-time. And our event staff and casino dealers, are they're about 150 to 200 of those right now. So, so tell me how EOS has affected y- your company and your life. Oh, it was, it was huge. That was the big game changer back in... 2017, I want to say, 2017, 2018, 
when it was first introduced to the company. And it was it was a big change very quick. Um, we went from very, you know, we would, make, we would make a profit every year, but it was a minimal profit. That switched, we increased our revenue by 60% in two years and increased our profit by 145% in two years. On top of giving people a lot more freedom, teaching people how to say no to, to clients so we weren't pushing our operations crew into, you know, 16-hour days. So it was it was a massive change with EOS. I would say that was that was the biggest thing the company's done in in its 20 plus or almost 30 year history now um, to really affect change and make a difference for for everybody, not just the you know the owners and upper management. Oh, so so tell me what what particular tools or or disciplines would you say were uh, the most helpful. I mean, I, I see the results. I mean, I can hear the results. Uh, increased mm-hmm. revenue and uh, 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 more control of your time, so that you had more free time. Uh, what what tools would you do you remember as being most significant? Um, I would have to say the um, the L ten meetings. Um, just we had meetings before, but they weren't always in the same day. They weren't always in the same time. If somebody felt like they were, you know, quote unquote, too busy for the all company meeting, we would let them skip it. It wasn't, you know, we weren't taking them nearly nearly as seriously. Whereas when we started doing those L10s, one, everybody just being together in a room with, you know, all of the brains. So if there was an issue with the HR, it was told to the operations director who could pass that on to the team. Um and then the the planning aspect of it, we we started, you know, we were able to start start working on the business and not just in the business. Whereas I think pre uh, EOS, we were very reactionary. It was, oh, this happened, so let's do this. Mm-hmm. Versus this may happen, this may happen, that may happen. So let's start planning for all of these. And then the process tools that are involved in EOS is writing down a process that, for things and using and following those processes really changed changed things. Like I said earlier, we were able to, we started saying no to people. I think that was a big thing that the company had never done is, oh, if all of these jobs are coming in now, let's get them all in now. But what we started to find is when we do that, when we actually had all of our team in a room talking about that, it was like, I mean, we can take this event, but you have to understand it's going to push the operations crew into 16-hour days, and that's how you lose good people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that was a big one. And then really focusing on the team having a larger voice than the owner, Mm -hmm. Um, where it's, you know, one person can say we're going to do A, B, and C, and that's how it has to be. Mm -hmm. But once we allowed the team to start questioning that, it was like, oh, you're right. That doesn't make a lot of sense. It made sense in my brain sitting in sitting in the office, but it doesn't make sense logistically when we start really putting putting feet on the ground. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, that's that's wonderful. Now, how did the whole team react to this new uh, operating system? Um, for the most part, it was all positive. There was some pushback from um folks that had been here for uh, multiple years and who were sort of, you know, this is how it's done and this is how I've always done it. 
there was a little pushback. We did lose um, one person that was that was scheduled to be on the leadership team, which you know we're still still in contact with with her, and she's she's awesome and she's doing great in other positions. Um, she just was ready for it to be like it's always been, and she did not was not uh, nearly as ready for the change. So we lost one person that had been with the company for a little while. And in trade for that, we gained a full team that had voices. Uh Um, Uh And once even the few people that did have a bit of pushback, once they started getting into it and realizing like, oh, if we all do it this way, we talk about issues weeks before they are potential issues. Turns out they ended up with way more freedom. They a lot more time. Um, They did left they they started coming in at 9 a.m and and leaving at 5 at latest 6 p.m when before there was days that they were forced coming in on weekends to make up work and stuff like that uh, so wow. um i think it was it was it was all positive um once we got into it and once we really started focusing on it it was and very, it's not very unusual for people to uh you know to move around on these leadership teams uh depend upon whether they're the right person in the wrong seat or they're just the wrong person, right? They don't, exactly. don't agree with the core values or don't agree with the direction. Find some place where they really do enjoy what they're doing. Yep. Now, yep. So, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about the EOS life. I mean, this whole idea of doing what you love with people you love, making a great contribution, uh, being compensated appropriately, and then having plenty of time left over for the rest, uh, you know, for the other passions and especially your family. So, yeah. So how has that, what kind of impact has that had on you personally? Oh, it's been, it's been incredible, especially uh, pre-COVID, pre-pandemic. It was one of those where I had days off to, to go follow passions, hike 14ers, go snowboarding, um, you know, kayaking, hang out with friends, whatever, whatever it may be. I had time to do that without sacrificing my time with the company and, you know, still being an integral piece of the company. So it was, it was incredible. I was had always had two days off, sometimes three days off a week, but things were still getting done where it felt like in the past, you know, six, six days a week was, was a very, was a very normal thing around here. Uh Um, and now I think we're we're working back to that at the moment. So um, you were a seasonal business as well. Obviously, mm-hmm. the nicer the weather, the more events that we're having. So these days, I'm living the EOS life exactly how it's laid out. Um, right, expecting a change, expecting to have have to work a bit more um, come June, July, August. Um, but still, the ability to you know say no to say no to clients say no to to people that are coming in with incredibly late requests mm-hmm. knowing that this you know whatever two thousand dollars isn't going to make or break the company right yeah and and everybody agrees on that yeah yeah exactly everybody everybody agrees on that and you know uh, empowered to hire more people once once we're going to get busier knowing that we're going to get busier because we have those processes that we, that were set up in how to do that and interview with the team so that, you know, if they're going to be an operations person, 
it doesn't make the most sense for me to do all of the interviewing. Right. The operations team needs to talk to this yeah. person to make sure yeah. that they're going to be a good fit. And hiring, like you said, hiring based off of core values, not just who we th- who we think is going to fit. Like, no, if we we know who is going to fit, right. who's not going to fit. And that's the place where doing doing what you love with people that you love. It's that core values, isn't it? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's you know you can have somebody that's an amazing worker who absolutely kicks butt, but is, you know, aggressive and hard to, hard to be around. And we'd rather have somebody that, you know, maybe needs a break here and again, but we know is will fit with the team Uh because you have that one person that's amazing. And, you know, if the team absolutely hates them, I'd rather have two decent workers that are fit with the team and gel with everyone than one amazing worker that everyone that no one can stand. Right. Well, all right. So how are you, uh, uh, how, how are you, how do you talk about the great contribution? What, what, what's the framework for understanding how fun productions makes the world a better place? Yeah. So, you know, that was, I think that was a, a struggle for a long time because it was, Oh, we're just, you know, we're just the fun people. We're just, you don't, you don't need us at your event. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then the mind, the mind shift change of, you know, you can learn, I, I don't remember who said this, but you can learn more about a person in an hour of play than you can in a year of work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so understanding that and then having the the thought that like, yeah, just because we're working for larger corporations doesn't mean that the folks enjoying the actual party they might not get this. This might be the one event that they get to go to a year, and a lot of them are looking forward to it. So it's giving per- giving people permission to play in an environment where they feel included. Uh-huh. And that starts, you know, all the way from the company down to the the folks that we are dealing with on on, you know, when we're first setting up the contract, all the way down to the four year old who's at the at the event playing on the moon bounce. Have you, uh, have you ever challenged what it is that you do? What, what does it say in your, your vision traction or your VTO? What is your purpose? What is that your purpose? is that I, that's, that's it right there. As I just recited is, is giving people permission to play um, and building communities where everyone feels important and engaged. Wow. You're not in the rental business. No, 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 no. That was that was that was a big that was a big mind shift change for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know that that whole notion of uh, railroads saying we're in the railroad business when the railroads were coming to an end versus we're in the transportation business, and, and to move from you know some of the major oil companies to move from we're an oil company to we're an energy provider. Yep. I mean, and and I'm sure it's, it's going to go a lot further than that, but it's amazing to me. What happens when you move from this is what we do in a very concrete sense, like or we rent party party facilitation to we're actually we're actually providing. And I like what you said. We're writing permission for people to have fun. Exactly. Oh, that's amazing. Yep. That's amazing. There was there was one uh, one uh, construction company in Ohio that I just love. Uh, when we came down to, this was even in the focus day, right in the very beginning, well, excuse, it'd be, be a VB1, but when we come down to asking about what's your core focus, they immediately said, we know exactly what our core focus is. It is for every every person 
who has ever been hired and, and, and works at this construction company when they retire to be financially secure. Wow. That's awesome. No prompting. It was just, that's where they were. I was so impressed with that. That is, that is good. Yeah. I'm that is we, it took, took us a little while, a little while during that day to get out of the, but we bring the fun stuff yeah. to, yeah. no, we're really, we're, we're really doing more than that than just bringing fun stuff to the party. So what is, what, how is it that you, uh, uh, make sure that everyone is being compensated appropriately. What mechanism do you use? So we built a because a long time for the, for a very long time it was you know wait for people to ask for raises and if they ask for a raise assess and give them a raise. But what we found is there was there's folks out there that they're not going to ask for a raise and they may start to feel resentment around the fact that they haven't been offered a raise. Um, so what we did is we built a badge system. Um, so, you know, there's, we have a carnival equipment, casino equipment, photo video equipment, inflatable equipment. So we started building badges around that and, a, and attached a, a raise level to that. Okay. So anywhere between 50 cents and $2, depending on the level of difficulty of that badge. Mm-hmm. And so we wrote up, you know, a whole system of this is everything you have to know how to set up. This is you have to work X amount of events with this equipment on it. Um, And then from there, you take a very, very simple, easy test that we that we developed to get your badge. So once you go through those checklists and you've marked off, yes, I've done this, I've done that, I've done that and had your supervisor sign off for it, you uh, take a little test and you get the raise that is associated with that badge. So we really put it in the put it in the hands of the employees because right. we do want people to show that they're committed, not just ask for raises because they think they deserve one. We wanted people to to let us know that they were committed to working for the company. And all you have to do is essentially your job with a little bit of extra paperwork, and we were willing to pay folks more. So that's how we went about giving like the operations crew. Uh, raises so that they were, uh, like you said, they were compensated appropriately for their skill level at the company. All right. Um, and then it's just, I, I think it's just a lot of communication with everybody else is knowing that, you know, if we had profit last year, that's a good, a good assessment of this is how much we can afford to give, to give folks um, and being open to them coming in and, and talking about, how much they're they're getting paid? There's the old adage of no one's allowed to talk about their their money in the company. Like no one talks about how much they're making, which is it's it's an old way of thinking. Right, and right. I'm more than comfortable with right. everybody talking about how much they make with everybody else because right. you know there's there's a reason they're making that. And if it's they feel like it's way lower than it should be, I'm willing to talk about yeah. that. Yeah. Now these badges, it's a nice gamification of it, right? It. it Turns it into a absolutely. Uh, I, when you say badges, I always think of Boy Scouts and merit badges, but and it's it's kind of like that, right? Here, here's what you put together to progress along. Now, I, I'm pre- presuming. Let me ask the question: These badges, these skill levels, does that bring more value to the company when somebody knows more about how to run various pieces? Absolutely, absolutely, and it's it's 
not just um, more value to the company, but it's a it's a confidence uh-huh. that they know it because mm-hmm. we have on paper showing all the dates and event names that they did work this equipment. It's not just a oh yeah yeah, yeah. he's he's set it up a few times he's good. It's, right. I have proof and and paperwork showing that that folks know how to do this stuff. So it's yeah. a massive value to the company for people to know more on top of a confidence in with within me that of course they know how to do it. They've been signed off on it already. Yeah. Well that's amazing. That's that's wonderful. I mean for people to actually know the process for uh, increasing their value and consequently increasing the compensation that they're getting. And so it's it's obvious that it, how can somebody not be uh, compensated appropriately in a company that's organized that way? Absolutely. All right. So, so what, what about, uh, what about, uh, plenty of time left over now? How, how do you guys deal with that? What's yeah. So part of it is, um, being seasonal. So we let folks know that, you know, during certain times of the year, if you want to take the whole month off, you can take the whole month off. Um, and knowing that, you know, we're going to be busier in these times and, Again, with the being compensated appropriately, you're gonna we're gonna be more than willing to offer you overtime if you want it, um, and then using those event staff folks in an appropriate manner where it's all right. I know you know this is a much smaller event. It doesn't necessarily need to be one of our full time crew members going to do this when somebody in their in their truck or van or SUV can go deliver this equipment. So offering different jobs to to a large variety of people so that we can get our our full-time guys off um and getting away from that thinking of of you have to be in at 9 a.m you have to work for eight hours <laughs> if, if you want to take some time off if you want to leave early on certain days uh we're we're very open open uh-huh. to that yeah. um and uh also hiring getting getting enough people where it's where we're not forcing the three, four full-time operations crew to do everything. Uh-huh. We're bringing new folks in to give these these guys a break. Um, uh-huh. And then I think the uh, another big one is um, uh, saying no to clients, uh-huh. is knowing when we're going to be too busy. Uh-huh. Is, is, this, is this, you know, $2,000 job, is that worth the potential of losing a great employee because we're overworking? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so I think that that was a, a big, big thing in, in making sure everyone has enough time. And, you know, we have a, a PTO where we are always advanced of what the state is requiring because, uh-huh. one, they're eventually going to up those requirements and we want to be ready for that. And two, we want people to enjoy have their cake and eat it too. Why, you know, everyone says you can't do that, but why, why can't you do that? Well, sure and, 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 and that really is a life, isn't it? Uh, having your cake and then eating it too. I mean, that's yeah. what it's about. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. It, 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 and, and what I find so significant uh, of companies uh, in today's marketplace is, is that it's no longer a, just put up with this crappy job for 30 years and you'll get retirement and you'll be able to do anything you want, which is just such a big fantasy. The, yep. the point is, how are you enjoying now? So here's a question for you. With your employees, 
they have other passions, including their family, right? Oh, absolutely. How do you learn about them and celebrate those other passions? We, uh, one, you know, being a smaller company, we're, we're tight knit. Um, so we're with each other constantly, but we have what we call the culture club. Um, so anybody who's anybody who wants to is allowed to join the culture club. And we do those meetings once a month and talk about um, how everyone is feeling. We we then highlight uh, a new person at every one of our all company meetings. We highlight somebody who has filled out a form that says they're, you know, what is your what's your it's just a list of questions. And we ask them to answer as many as they want or as many as or as few as they want. Um, and then we highlight that person in the all company all company meeting and talk about talk about this is this is what he loves doing this is uh, you know his favorite kind kind of food whatever it may be um, and then we do a monthly happy hour with uh, the whole company anybody who wants to come obviously no one's no one's forced to come to the to the monthly happy hour because right. it's after work hours but anybody who wants to come to this we go to a different bar and restaurant and. The company pays for the the first first couple of drinks for everybody, uh-huh. and we just sit there and talk. No business. Yeah. It's just talking with each other about stuff, not talking about anything that's that that has to do with the company. It, it's amazing to me, and you're not the first one that that companies, certainly companies that are running on EOS, but other companies too who are paying attention, have have really shifted from this notion of of employees being assets they're not it's, it, they're not assets they're human beings exactly and and exactly. To, to move from this notion of assets to human beings i think puts its finger on on some things that we've done wrong in the past by saying if they're assets you know always you look at assets they fall into mathematical categories and algorithms and it's you know, it's like, well, if we could get to 80% of the quality from 50% with, you know, 50% or less of the cost, why wouldn't we find other assets to replace these assets? Well, wait a minute. <laughs> we're not talking yep. about assets. We're talking about people. And so exactly. if you're talking about taking jobs away, then as a company, do you have any, is anything at all that you can, should, or might, or would do to deal with these people that you've just taken away their livelihood. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a tough, it's a tough balancing act, but I think one of the big pieces in moving toward a, a more human business world is not talking about our employees as assets. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think I totally agree with you. And you're, you're, you're seeing it now, especially in the tech world, you know, people are they're they're allowed to work out at, work. They're allowed to, you know, they have snacks. There's a lot of companies that are doing, you know, full taps for beer and stuff like that. And people can have a beer at work if they want. So it's, it's the world is going to become, you know, you're, that's going to be the only way to attract top talent. And it's, it's moving there quick these days. Um, So yeah, it's, it's adapting constantly to, you know, everything's cloud-based and prior we were like, no, we could, it, it it's rough because we could never have anybody work from home at this company, unfortunately, <laughs> to like, no, there's plenty. There's plenty of jobs that we have available where people can be remote and just yeah. making those mind shift changes and 
figuring it out how to, how to make it work logistically has been huge for yeah. us and yeah. not just attracting talent, but retaining retaining talent. Well, that, that's what I was going to ask is this, this notion of the EOS life. I mean, the, the parts of it and talking about that, has that, do, do you see an impact on your ability to attract uh, and recruit great talent? Yeah, absolutely. It's um, one of those where, you know, obviously the right now, the whatever they're calling it, the great recession or great, you know, great resignation, huh? Great resignation, the great resignation. Yes, we were we were terrified that uh-huh. we're going to put out ads for for folks and not see anything because that's what we are hearing from our industry is like, oh, I'm trying to hire 300 people right now and I had 10 applications. Um, in in Colorado, actually, the airport a DIA just had a huge hiring fair where they were expecting 3,500 people. And a hundred, one hundred people show up. Wow, one hundred. Yeah. yeah, and so that's what we thought we were going to face, and then turns out when you pay people appropriately, offer benefits, we do a, a profit sharing within the company. So three percent of the profit of every event goes into a pool that is available for for employees to get as long as you know the paperwork is filled out right. Is you do your base level job, we're willing to throw you a three percent profit from every event that we do. Um, we we put out uh, ads for one person. We were just looking for one person last year, and I think I we ended up turning LinkedIn off or or whatever system we were using after we got thirty five applications in four days, and it was like, oh, okay. So <laughs> some people may be having issues hiring, but it doesn't look like it's going to be us. Yeah. Well, I think learning, learning how to deal with people, how to be curious about the people who are my direct reports, how to, how to, you know, I've only found two reasons that people leave, and and, and one is that they they don't feel like their boss is on their side or their manager's is on their side. Uh, it's it's just not working out for them. Or they're no longer feeling any challenge. Yep. And to me, both of those are communications issues. One hundred percent. Right. And in, in in learning how to be a great leader and a great manager, that's what leads to accountability in any company. And so, paying a lot of attention, learning what you know, knowing what the other person wants, and 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 knowing that my employee knows what I as a manager want. We have mm-hmm. shared our expectations. We we spend time together talking. We talk about where they want to go and how they want to get there. And for you, it sounds like your managers would be in a place to talk to them about how to get more badges, how to move up in the uh, uh, up in the the, the company's skill ba- uh, skill level. Exactly, exactly. And you know, being them having the the freedom to to train folks properly and you know be in step with the company knowing full well that if you hold back anything from these people while you're training for you know job safety or whatever it may be you're shooting yourself in the foot yeah. because if you're the only person that knows how to do this you have to do it every time. <laughs> yeah. There's 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 no option for for you. If if the only one person knows how to do payroll, that person has to do payroll every two weeks. Uh-huh. So it's 
the more you empower the, your direct reports, the more you are going to have freedom to to enjoy the EOS life. Yeah, it's called delegate, right? Delegate and elevate. <laughs> delegate and elevate, exactly. Right. exactly. Well, you know what 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 I'm excited about is uh, EOS predicts that while we're in fifteen thousand companies right now, by 2030, we will have implemented EOS in a hundred thousand companies. Wow! And and if if you just took an average number of fifty employees for each one of those hundred thousand for the average in a hundred thousand company, that's five million lives will have been impacted. Not not even counting their families. Yep. I mean, you know, I had a, a, one of my clients. Yeah, last week asked me to send him the personal and family VTOs so that he could begin to use that the skills and the disciplines and the tools in his family. So at five million people and their families are going to be impacted. This yeah. is going to make a major shift in how businesses run and how how managers see employees. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's great to hear. It's one of those where everybody I get the chance to talk to, I'm like, you really should look into this. It's it's a game changer. And everybody that has has totally agreed that, oh, my goodness, you're you're right. This has made everybody more enjoyable. It's it's one. It You know, it, they're like like you like we talked about earlier, you may lose people, mm-hmm. but I don't think you're going to lose anybody who is supposed to be there. Mm hmm. And that's, that's huge. It's going to, it's going to free up your time. It's going to free up your manager's time. It's going to give employees more power to make decisions. And everybody I've talked to that, that has decided to go through with it has, you know, three, four months later, they're like, I'm so, we're so glad we did this. (laughs) Everybody is so much happier now. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. It is amazing. Well, what, what, uh, when you talk to friends, what sorts of issues do they have that causes you to say you might want to talk to one of the implementers for EOS? Um, you know, a lot of times it's the, the, oh, we're too, we're, we're way too busy. It's, um, you know, them or them not saying no, I get that. I've gotten that quite a few times from people is, I send out a request, you know, we'll plan events every once in a while. And so I start to send out requests for catering companies and something. And they're like, Ooh, we might be shut down that day. We might've closed our books that day, but let me talk. And then they come back with, you know, if your client's willing to pay a 10% upcharge, we could make it work. And it's like, you sound like a great candidate for EOS because you should have just told me no. (laughs) That or working on site and I'm working with their employees and I'm just hearing complaints from their employees that, Oh, this is, you know, I can't believe we're doing this. This is so dumb. They should have just said no to this. Um, Uh I'm overworked. I'm whatever. Uh And then I then see them at a networking event and Uh I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm hearing a lot from your staff. You, You should look into potentially, talking to talking to your folks because Uh I'm hearing complaints when I'm, you know, on-site delivering a party and you're telling me that everything's great. So there's clearly a disconnect between you and your staff. Right. Interesting. Well, all right. So, so take a little time and talk to people who are listening to this about 
how they would find, uh, you know, how they can get permission to have fun in their company. Yeah. Um, so we are, uh, we, like I said, since 1991, we've been doing this. So everything that we do comes with an event promise that you're going to get X, Y, and Z. We're going to show up on time. We're going to show up with the correct equipment. Um, it will be clean and working. And that's, un- unfortunately, that's those just those three things are, that's a lot in our industry. There's yeah. tons of little companies that pop up and, you know, they show up at your event and you order a moon bounce and they show up with a bungee run. And that's something we'll never do. Um, and yeah, we've got, so our website is all revamped. Um, we are very transparent with our pricing. So our, all of our pricing um, descriptions, dimensions of all of our equipment is there on our website. It's just funproductions.com. Um, we've got a wish list on there as well. So people, folks can sort of build their party directly from the website without yep. ever having to call us if they don't want to. Um, and then of course, we're always, uh, always love talking with, with our, with our uh, clients and, and partners over the phone. Um, our phone number is 303-344-8899. Um, so yeah, we've got party packages that are just brand new launched on the website. So save yourself some money. If you go with one of these, one of these pre-made packages, um, and yeah, Stephanie Eccles, that's our head of account management. She's a remote employee, but you call the office number and you go direct to her. She's incredible. Yeah. Um, super hard worker and, and, and a great member of the team. So, and, yeah. And, um, and I, wonder, I wonder how long before, before we don't even recognize you, you know, the, the, the notion of remote. They're just part of our company. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's that's what it feels like is, you know, with the culture club and the happy hours and the things that we do is we see her enough that that it does not feel like remote yeah. at all. It yeah. just she's she's just doesn't sit next to me in the office. Well, so so now yeah, it, tell companies uh, the value of having fun. Yeah, I think it's massive. Um, we go we Comcast is a is a big client of ours that they do two very large parties, one in the summer and one in the um, one in the winter for the holiday party. And then throughout their different branches, they'll have just like little fun days where we come and we just drop equipment off and they can go play it during their breaks. Uh, we have like I said, we have photo video products. So we bring a photo booth to the to the events. And there's been times that we go in there five years later and there's folks that have their green screen picture from the event that we did five years ago and it's still <laughs> hanging on their desk. And so when you see stuff like that, you that clearly that picture means a lot to them for it to be hanging on their desk for five years. Yeah. Um, there's all sorts of research out there that if you let your employees, you give your employees permission to play, permission to take breaks, permission to, to relax, productivity skyrockets. To, to be human and beings, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> they, people, people would much rather be a part of something, be a part of something bigger than just a cog in a machine. Um, and so it's, I think, I think it's huge. The, like I said earlier, you learn more about people in an hour of play than you do in a year of work. Right. Um, and yeah, folks, I see folks on, on site all the time that it's, you know, they're meeting each other for the first time, especially nowadays. Yeah. 
yeah. with with the people being, you know, quote unquote remote employees. There's people that would work together every single day and have never met each other. <laughs> Once you bring those folks in person and uh-huh. let them engage with, with each other, it's easier for them to talk to each other yeah. at work. Yeah. Um, our, our team building portion is a lot of people think team building and they think, oh, we're going to do a trust fall. Oh, we're going to do, right. you know, we're going right. to do that. That's right. No, 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 no. We're going to, we're going to do a whole survivor theme <laughs> team building where you all are working together. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, even just like a, a simple bike build team building, something where folks are working together for a purpose. It's not just do all these challenges and then woo, have fun, go on your way. It's these bikes are getting donated to children. Oh, so nice. we really work together to, to make nice. sure that the kids are getting a nice bike. Um, birthday boxes that go out to low-income families. Oh, wow. Um, so so, it, yeah, so really, it's, 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 there's also projects that you help focus on. Absolutely. Yeah. So the, they, uh, my folks launched the team building company connections, team building events. Um, oh man, I want to say eight years, eight to nine years ago. Um, and it's since been adopted back into fun production. So it's sort of a brand of fun productions now, whereas that's a big one that you're not, if, if you don't see purpose in letting people just go out and play games, well then bring this into it. Cause now they're, now they're, you know, really working together and getting to play at the same time. Um, we, we do like assessments at the end every once in a while and talk to the folks about what challenge was the hardest and why. And did you, did you find it uh, easy to work with, with your team or were there, were there difficulties working in, in with your team with, you know, we have it HR operations, everybody, and they're mixed up. So it was like, you know, the IT folks, did you find it harder to work with any HR, any division of the company? And then there's, you know, talk to them about why that was. And, oh, it's, we just have a different communication style. And like, oh, were you, you know, were you able to stretch your rubber band to meet (laughs) each other? Or did you feel like you were stretching all the way across to meet this person who wouldn't, wouldn't stretch their rubber band? Oh, this is so, this is great. This is really wonderful. Uh, it opened up a lot of, of of ways that I see that I can suggest to companies that they might talk to you. Some of my clients talk to you, and just to see what is possible. It sounds like you're very uh, very focused on helping people have fun, and in doing that, yep. dig into a deeper relationship. So exactly. Well, that's wonderful. That is wonderful. I'm so glad that I really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. And uh, I just want to just ask people who are interested in this to give you a call. Tell us again, your website is? Uh, It's funproductions.com. And uh, I assume that your telephone number is on the on the website. Yep. Telephone number and, you know, multiple different ways to uh, to send in requests for a either a quote or, you know, I'm more than willing to, to talk with people. We have relationships with other companies in, in different states. So if you're not in Colorado, one, we're willing to go to you. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a little bit pricier. But also, if I know of a company that's already there, that's established and we have a relationship with, I'm more than, more than willing to refer people because they will eventually refer us back. Excellent. So. Thanks, Josh, for being with us. This has just been a, a lot of fun. I've really gotten to know you a lot better and to know what you do. And, and also, 
to really appreciate how you and your company have you know, created this opportunity for people to do only what they love doing with people that they love, knowing they're making a great contribution, getting obviously getting a, a, a compensated appropriately, and then having plenty of time left over for the other passions and their families. This is, I, I really do applaud you for moving forward and being part of this movement for you well, know, 5 you million so people, 100,000 companies. We're on the way. I can't, yeah, I can't wait to see the day that yeah. that happens even more because yeah. it's a huge game changer and yeah. I couldn't suggest it. Couldn't, couldn't recommend EOS more highly um, Super. for anybody out there that is interested. Well, this is just one more example of where there's a will, there is a way. You have been listening to Where There's a Will, There's a Way with Will Christ. If anything resonated with you, you can find tools to help you and your leadership team create a great life for everyone in your company at willchrist.com. Come and join the conversation at willchrist.com.